0: So, welcome back to Pull Up a Chair and Let's Talk Care. I said to myself today, shall I do a podcast? Shall I just jump on and say hi and share with you my week, my day, and just how things are going? And, and I thought, nah, people don't want to listen. And then I thought, it doesn't really matter if people don't want to listen. It might be just an opportunity for me to offload have a little bit of a rant and just share with you what it's like to be me but then i thought mm, maybe i shouldn't share what it's like to be me because it might make you switch off um but then i thought yeah the ranting the going to and throwing from what i'm saying the just not really knowing what to say at times and and the swapping and changing from topics that's me and you may notice that when you listen to my podcast that sometimes i start off on a topic i have this really big idea it's enormous and it's going to be amazing and it gets really excited and i get caught up in it and i and i think i'm going to talk about it and it's going to be so big and then i get sidetracked and i go on this whole tangent and I go down this road and it winds and it goes off onto another tangent and then I try and bring it back and then you've lost where I am. That's what my life is. That's what it is for me and that's I think what it's like for many people. It certainly is what it's like for many people that work in care that either work in care and are being paid or are family carers. It's what it's like for people who live with conditions and certainly who live with multiple conditions that each day comes along and provides some surprises, challenges, shocks, and some damn right bloody tragic events that absolutely make you think what is the point and that's the thing isn't it and so then when we are thinking this is the route we're going to take this is what we're going to do today this is how it's going to pan out and this is what I want to do and then all of a sudden this little bump in the road comes along and goes no we're going to go this way And you're not going to have a choice about it because we've just decided to flip that switch and change it. And regardless of what you think, you've got to come and roll along with us. And we don't care, sorry for the clicking of the fingers. But that's what it's like, that you don't have the control of things. You don't have the control of what shape that takes or what role you're going to take or what way you're going to go. Because either it's that that condition that is causing you to either react in that way or to feel that way or to behave in that way or to um, treat others that way. Or if you're caring for somebody, it's that reaction that means that you can't now go and do the shopping or go for your day trip because, the person is going through a crisis or if you work in care because somebody hasn't turned up for work you now can't provide the support in a way that you would have normally done because you're short-staffed and that's because these bumps in the road that happen within living happen to many people and you can't be changed and that happens but you have to roll with it and then what you have to do is you have to pull your big girl pants on and don't your big boy pants up? And you have to get on with it. But where does it come a point where it becomes too hard to get on with it? Where you have to think and say, hey, stop, this is enough, enough's enough. I need a break, I need a moment. When when does it get to that point? When do you have to say, stop or wanna get off this train? I want to get off it. It's going too fast and I've lost control. When does it come that point? How many of you felt that it's running away with you? If you're the carer, you might be able to say, stop, I'm going for a break, I'm going to go sit down, I'm walking away, can somebody else come and and help? You might be able to draw on your assistance of others around you if you've got others around you. But if you're the person with the condition, if it's the condition that's causing you to be be like that, you can't tell the condition to stop. You can't separate yourself from the condition. You can't take yourself out of that condition because it's the condition that's causing you to be the way you are. What we have to do is realise that sometimes we have to find ways of dealing with it, not dealing with it, coping with it, managing it and finding ways to realise at what point do we intervene, at what point do we get the help, when do we make sure that we intervene or at what point did your support mechanisms um, get involved because sometimes when you, are, you, have an, you have a condition or, or um, a, a disease or a, um, uh, an issue, whether it's a mental health issue or a progressive disease, um, you may manage it really well yourself. But there may be a point where you, you're in crisis and you need somebody else to come around and help you. There may be a point where that crisis means that you are unsafe. But until you're un- unsafe you might manage it really well. So you need those strategies in place to know when, at what point do I need that support? But also, it's about that collaboration, isn't it? About that understanding of working together. I told you I would go on a tangent. I've already gone on a tangent. But what I was trying to say is that, remember, when we're talking about trying to look at our lives and understanding where we are within our lives. It depends on what side you're coming from, whether you're the person with the condition or the support needs, or whether you're the person providing the support needs. You all come from a different side. What you've got to remember is, you've got to work together to come up with a solution. However, remember, it's the person with the support needs that should be telling you what they need, what they want, what they require. The only time us as carers, as supporters as in as in as facilitators, the only time we would intervene without thinking about um, a choice would be if a person lacked capacity and if they were unsafe, that's the only time all the other times is we would always listen to a person's choice when they have capacity even if they lack capacity we'd still always look at what a person wished and wanted if they had capacity so it's about making sure that wherever you're coming from from whatever side whether you're the person with the condition or whether you're the person caring you that you look at the bigger picture, that you make sure you're working together, that you're working in partnership. I, I was speaking to somebody yesterday, um, from India actually, in, as part as of, of a live, um, from a charity in India, a, a non profit organisation that um, work to look at uh, supporting people with mental health problems and and trying to look at mental health awareness and sustainability across different cultures and care cultures. That's what they look at. They're called Swayam Foundation um, India. And they, and and I was talking to a lady and she was talking about um, care partners. Um, And it was about her care partner is the person she supports it's not about other care care professionals her care partner is the person she supports that's her care partner And it's really important to be aware of that, that she works with the person and that the person she asks, she makes sure she asks the person she cares for, supports, what they want, what they need from her, rather than her telling them what they need. And that's really vitally important. And I think as much as today was about, was supposed to tell you about what my debt week has been about. My week today, this week has been about talking to people from different countries, actually, and um, different cultures, different perspectives from people having conditions to people that care for others, but also um, trying to build a business. That's been my week, and the frustrations of that, and how. It's not always worked out. And those frustrations that have caused me anxiety and stress and um, the feeling of doubt, having self-doubt, again, you know, took me down a different route, having to feel that, actually, is it worth it still being a small business owner? And and, and that's the thing, isn't it? And it's about understanding where we're all coming from, realising that we don't have this perfect, journey in life that there are forks in a road and you have to decide which one to take and at the moment we might have one route we think we're going to take but something will come along and and change the direction and at the moment my direction has been a little bit where I've been doing discussions with people from different countries that I never thought I would do you know, I had a, a discussion with a gentleman from America who uh, has a diagnosis of a uh, of neurocognitive disorder, who who has a uh, f- an Instagram page called uh, Understanding Neurocognitive Disorder, and you know, that was a really important discussion to have because it was from his perspective of having a diagnosis, and it's about building those relationships and understanding where people are coming from but also understanding that I come from a different perspective from both the people I've spoken to because my my perspective is mine's a business, theirs are charities which is slightly different but understanding we all have something to bring to it so even if mine is a business I can still share my knowledge while still promoting my business and i think that's really important to get that across and even though it wasn't something planned certainly wasn't planned i just did a live and people jumped on my live on instagram and i think that's the key thing some of the most important conversations i've had in life have been the most unplanned conversations i think what you've got to be aware of is understanding that as much as I chose to do this podcast today to talk about my week as I mentioned earlier I also wanted to talk about what goes on when I talk to others that I meet along the way and you know when I talk to the people that I have spoken about today things come up and things make you challenge your own thoughts and if nothing else that I gained from this week is that things aren't plain sailing if they were we wouldn't build resilience and so out of this week I built a little bit more resilience because I've got through it I've built up a little bit more resilience by being able to talked to my family about what I've gone through this week that when things haven't worked out I've been able to offload, I've been able to do a bit of woe with me, I've shared my experience with others, I've been able to talk about the things that we've experienced as a family and I've been able to take a moment of relaxation. I finished a book this week I hadn't done that for a while. I finished a book. Sometimes it might sound like I, I am being negative and I do add a bit of a negative sometimes. Oh, and, and it sounds like a bit of a joke, but actually my husband reminded me to stop doing it. I was just, he was just listening to the recording. So I'm recording the end to my podcast now, re-recording it to take it out because actually he's right. Um my recording of this podcast was to talk about my week but actually not just to talk about my week to talk about more than that what I've done this week to add in the things that I've spoken about so I spoke about with other people from different countries about what it's like for them being carers and having conditions which made me then be able to talk about the the fact that we all have our own perspective of what care is and what life is. And we need to respect that. And we all have busy lives. Life is fast. It's fast movement. It's hard. It's difficult. And sometimes there isn't enough time. But we also have our own pressures. And those pressures could be due to our conditions, due to our work schedules due to our family lives due to the pressures being a family carer or being a paid carer i mean within the uk yesterday we had that actually people that work well in england sorry i will rephrase that within england people in who work in care homes um will have to be vaccinated so people who work in care homes will have to be vaccinated now there's a population of people that have refused the vaccines at working care homes in england um it's choice obviously for those people and i have an opinion on that which i'm not going to share at the moment but that's going to cause a lot of stress on people that's an added stress for them it's whatever their truth is for them but that's going to add a lot of stress so i can't tell them what to think feel or believe but what we need to be aware of, that's going to be an added pressure on that industry today, an added pressure on those managers today, on those employers today, on those care workers today, because there will be those knee-jerk reactions of people where they won't have gone into work today even, maybe, thinking that they would go into work and have to have the injection today. Well, actually, I think, I think they've said 60 weeks window or something like that within the standards. The Standards are still going to be looked into, but the thing is it's all of that isn't it? So when I talked about right at the beginning about what this chat is going to be about, and when I added a bit of a negative whether people are listening or not, it's not about whether people want to listen it's about people should listen to my podcast because. this is about life, this is about care, this is about conditions, this is about people and it's about you and I that live in the world that is forever changing and forever surprising us and forever bringing us something that means we have to get more resilient to deal with it. So if by listening to my podcast you're able to think ah right Maxine said do you know what I should take a breath I should pause I should just go stand in the garden and take a moment for myself or sit for five minutes longer on the toilet or Maxine went through that or Maxine said this or yeah that that's normal you can't you're, you're allowed to feel like that that's allowed if if just one person feels it's okay to feel this way, to feel like life isn't going as planned, if one person listens to this podcast and feels "How oh, do you know what? It doesn't have to go that way. It does go wrong sometimes. If one person just, just thinks, yeah, that's okay. And do you know what? I'm happy. Then I've done what I need to do. And that's what pull up a chair and let's talk care is about. That is what pull up a chair and let's talk care is about. That's all I wanted it to be about. To sit down in a comfortable chair with a coffee or put your headphones on. Take a moment, take a little time for yourself and listen to somebody talking about life. And talking about care in a way that isn't from a textbook. That's telling you the reality of it. That's telling you it's okay to feel that things are going wrong. As long as you build some resilience to deal with those difficult situations. And do find time for you. So thanks for listening to this podcast. Put up a chair and let's talk care. Take care. Join me again on Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care. Welcome back to Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care. Uh, Father's Day edition. I decided to come on because I wanted to make a point of talking about Father's Day and, and, and to celebrate it, but also to remind people that today can be difficult for so many people. It brings around a lot of hidden pain, a lot of hidden anger, frustration, anxiety, fear, worry. But also, it brings a lot of joy and happiness. And those emotions can be from one person, actually. So, it brings a lot. And so, I wanted to remind people of that, that today, you could be feeling happiness joyfulness and if you are i'm so happy for you but you can be feeling both all of those as well as loss grief bereavement frustration and anger you could be feeling loneliness unhappiness as well as feeling happiness and joy because some of you may have lost a parent you may have felt sadness of that because your father may have died in the last year and a half or longer or you may have not had a, a relationship with your your father due to many circumstances but then you also may have a wonderful father in your life for your children who's actually made a difference to your children's life or you may have a stepfather who's made a difference. And that's the thing, so your emotions could be everything. You could be feeling everything today. Because some people may have never had a father, may have never had a relationship with their father. But some people could have had an amazing relationship with their father, and sadly, their father has died. And so today you could be coming up with many emotions and there could be that missing piece of a jigsaw. And that missing piece of a jigsaw is is hard to fill. And you could be looking at people's posts today where they're talking about their loved one, where they're sat with their loved one, sat with their father, having a meal, opening presents with their father. And you're thinking, where's mine? Just like I was this morning. Oh, well, just like I was at half past 12 last night when I first posted on my profile, on my cover picture, the picture of my father. I was thinking that. I was thinking, oh, wish I could see my dad tomorrow. I wish I could hear his voice. So then this morning I posted my pictures of my dad on my Instagram and then oh I want to hear his voice so I scrolled through my pictures and my camera reel and I found the video of him singing and I decided to post that so you lot who are my who follow me could hear my dad so you could hear his voice so that you could see that he wasn't just a photo and so that I could hear it so that I could be reminded what he sounded like so I could feel that joy again. And I did feel that joy again. It wasn't about the sadness of that moment that I can't hear him, that joy of hearing his voice, that he was remembering that song even before the lyrics, actually. And that was the thing. That's what Father's Day has brought for me. It's brought me the opportunity, sorry, the opportunity to reflect back, to look back, to take a moment for myself, to look at my photos, to look at my camera reel, to listen to my father's voice, which I maybe don't do often, to be reminded, and don't get me wrong, (laughs) you know, ups and downs with my dad, but to take that opportunity to just listen for a moment and to share. And then also to remember other people who aren't here in my family, my brother, but then also to think about his children and and their emotions of the day. And I'm not going to sit here and talk into a microphone and tell you that I know how they feel because I don't. I'd be wrong to even think I know. I can empathise maybe, but I don't know their emotions. I can't imagine not having a father around from being a very young age because my dad was here until i was an adult until i was 48. i can't imagine not having a father around through my adult years so i'm not going to sit here and and start telling people what it must be like but what i know is that whatever you feel today is what you feel today and allow yourself to work through what you feel allow yourself if you feel upset with what you're seeing on social media take a break from today if you need to don't look at it which is very hard isn't it especially if you need to work if you need to do things on social media but where possible take a break Father's Day can be a trigger, can't it? Because you can have a missing piece. You know, it's very difficult to fix a broken jigsaw when that piece is missing. You can't. It will always be missing when it's missing. But what you can do is put people around you that can fill that gap for a little while, that support you. That allow you to feel, allow you to make sense of your feelings, allow you to talk about what you're feeling, allow you to navigate those emotions in a way that lets you release them from yourself rather than keeping them within. So because Father's Day is a trigger, take that moment to breathe. But also, if you've got another father figure in your life, whether that's your children's father, and they are amazing, celebrate them. Yes, you may have this in the background of the loss of your father in whatever way, But celebrate that father figure as much as you can, whether it's a stepfather, whether it's a father of your children now. Celebrate them. Remind them that they're amazing. Tell them they're amazing. And I don't mean celebrate them with gifts. I mean celebrate them with the reminder that they're doing a great job. And sometimes it's just saying thank you. And it's just saying, you know, just picking up that phone if you don't live close by or sending a text or doing FaceTime, just reminding them that they're doing a great job and they're doing the best they can. Because it's hard, isn't it? Whichever way we look at it, it's hard being a parent in general. It's hard being a parent if you live distance. And so, for all you fathers that are present, that try your best, that do the best you can, I thank you. I thank you for all the children, for all us adults actually, <laughs> because you make a difference. thank you for allowing us to make memories, memories that we can then look back on, like I've just done this morning, that I've been able to look back at the memories of my dad, that I've been able to see him in pictures of the comical corner where my mum was able to take a picture of him, or in front of the embarrassing bodies truck, or the pictures of him with the food down his vest, the memories that we have. Don't get me wrong, some of our memories aren't that great. I'm not going to pretend and I'm not going to sugarcoat them. And the same when I think about my brother. I shared for my brother the sad thing that he died by suicide. But I also share that the time he had with his children that were short he loved his children it's just a shame he's no longer here and what he's missed but what we need to do is support each other love each other, be kind remember that we all have our own emotions thoughts memories that your emotions may be amplified today you know all those cards with my dad's the best you know or you might have cards from like my son has um, given his stepfather a card today that is um, rather interesting um which um is i may not have come from your sack but you've always been there for me. Yeah, it's great. But my point is, it's that that support, that kindness, that caring, that, that nurturing that we do, that support just knowing that somebody's there, knowing that each person that you come across will be having a different emotion about today. So just take notice of it. Just be aware of that. Also, I want to make some comments about there'll be many people out there today that will have their father with them right this minute. However, their father will no longer... He may be there in person but may not remember them. They may be suffering from a neurocognitive disorder, Alzheimer's, vascular dementia, Lewy body, may have had a brain injury, and the, they, the, their father doesn't remember them. They may have already started to have bereavement of their father. Think about those people today. Think about how they're dealing with the situation. Their loss may have already started. Those family carers may be struggling today. They may have their father in person there, but actually, psychologically, their father's no longer there due to the fact that their father has forgotten who they are, maybe. Or maybe nearing the end of life. And we must remember people like this. And this isn't about me being dealing with them It's about us remembering each person's reality, where each person is coming from. This was some. This will be people's first Father's Day without their fathers. This will be somebody's 24th Father's Day without their fathers. Each person has their own reality. Each person has their own feeling around it. Just respect where people are coming from. Don't expect somebody to feel what you feel. We're all individual. Be kind, be caring. And just have the best day you can have and celebrate each other and thank the fathers in your life that you can thank and remember the ones that are no longer with us. Thank you for joining me on Pull Up a Chair and Let's Talk Care.